listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Podcast. You're listening to your wrestling podcast with Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot, the senator. What's happening? What's happening? The crown prince of charisma, Martin. And I'm not the and, futurist anymore with Webby. No, and the futurist, Adam Diesel Power. I'm the futurist yeah. now. You're the futurist. How did this yeah, happen? It was declared. You made a lot of predictions, even even down to the internet describing what Punk's promo is. What did what did they say? I didn't read the internet. All in the remix, uh, the first dance, the remix. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. I, you could feel it from like listening to it. It just sounded exactly the same. I went back and rewatched the AEW promo, and it was like beat for, for beat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, calling out get... like old people instead of calling out young people. There you go. That was a big difference. Well, he didn't really call out anybody. He just kind of said, "There's some that don't like me." Yeah, or welcome me back or whatever. Uh, anyways, so I did a solo pod. CM Punk is back in the WWE. When Senator and I did this pod last week for Survivor Series, both of us were pretty low that he was going to come back. We didn't really see it happening, but we were excited for the show. Turned out I don't to know be... if I was pretty low. I just you were. I was low. I guess yeah, I would say. I just yeah. think I said I didn't care. <laughs> There's that too. And then he came out yeah. and you're like, okay, I kind of care. He came out in the reaction. Uh, it wasn't even, it was just, I think I, we were talking about this on the Sunday and I said to you, Triple H has mastered the art of putting up the graphic and then having something happen after. So like, yeah. I think if he came out regularly throughout the show, I would have been like, I don't really care. But it was kind of just that it's, and I think I said this to you when I was at your house on Sunday, it's like the Marvel effect where you have to kind of keep watching until you actually see the show fade out because you don't know for sure if something's going to happen or it's not going to happen. So you have to kind of sit through it. We saw it with the Johnny and uh, Champa. Yeah. Like, that's the main, that's the one I always remember. It's small things like that that happen. Yeah, it's just always it's just always done in a way where it's just really good, and to not have him actually do a promo to me made it even better because if he did uh, the AEW return promo <laughs> in WWE on Sunday, I think it would have just messed like the thing would have just went down right away. Like yeah. So I, I guess I'll kind of do the rounds. So everyone knows I, I did the solo pod on uh, on Saturday and gave my opinion. So we'll kind of do a round circle here, kind of everyone's uh, thoughts and opinions of at least the debut, and then we'll kind of get to the raw of it all. So I'll start off with the guy that's been doing this for We Talk Podcast, We Talk Wrestling, One Fall Forever. Martin, your initial thoughts on Punk returning to the WWE. I uh, I saw it on delay and had the surprise room for me. When I heard the surprise, my reaction was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, I don't know if it would have been different, if I would have been more excited. 
but you'll remember you said you, you were talking about, you know, is he going to show up or not? And Senator said, I, I quote, respectfully, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and I said then, thank you, Senator, for saying exactly the way I feel, except for I wouldn't put the respectfully part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it turns out some? I don't care. Okay. I didn't watch Monday. I do not care. All due respect for fans of his. Josh, you're currently wearing a GTS shirt. Yep. <laughs> I'm done with this guy. He okay. doesn't, he has go away heat with me. I it doesn't make me more likely to watch the product. I don't care that he's back. Uh, I was watching the Monday Night Football game when that game turned out to be boring as hell. I turned over to the hockey game, didn't watch Raw, haven't watched it on YouTube. Do not care. I'm done with the guy. He's a hypocrite. He's an asshole. What do I? He's overrated in the ring. He's old. He's injury prone. Do I need to go on? Tell me how you really done with him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, uh, Adam. I, I'm kind of with Martin here, but not maybe as impassioned <laughs> into, into the the hatred. I think um, him coming back to AEW was such a big deal because there was such a long absence of a like, is he really done? Is he over? Is it is it complete? Um, and then we all know what happened in AEW, kind of like burned every single bridge that could possibly be burned. Um, and then he comes back to WWE. And yeah, it's like that. It is kind of that like Senator like hit the nail on the head there. It's totally the, the Marvel end credit scene where it's just like, Hey, remember this guy? Here he is. And it's and it's like I can I understand why they do those things because it gets people interested, but to me that's like it's so cheap and it's so kind of like I don't know, bored. Maybe if it's somebody exciting, but to me punk wasn't that guy that was that exciting for me. But in Chicago, it, like it makes sense. Like you're saying Triple H is the the king of that and he's got it locked. Um but yeah, I'm just like listening to his promo it was just felt so like same, same that I saw two years ago. And that wasn't anything new. That was interesting to me. Is is the first time he did that with the Kevin Owens re re reveal in NXT? Was that the first time they I went off so. air and so. he came out? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's done it several times. It is well better. And I think what makes it, I think what makes that graphic thing, um so good is the fact that he doesn't overdo it because it's not like tony khan's announcements every week right like it is once maybe twice in a year you might actually see it so you don't know for sure and a lot of times if he is going to do like a surprise thing i always go back to when he originally took over creative for the main roster that bailey Eoskai, Dakota Kai return. Like that wasn't something that needed to be done after the show. Like, wasn't that like the opening match? And then they did that. So you just never know when these surprise stuff are going to happen. His promo on Monday to me, I, I, I was just like the crowd. I don't think like for what it was supposed to be, Randy Orton got the big pop to start off the show. Um, and I don't know if I want to really blame the crowd. I literally, I think I want to blame that one hour, uh, commercial free and what they decided to put on during that time. Cause I did not really care for the show after that. 
uh even when they had Cody kicking off the second hour, I was just kind of like, all right, I'm kind of over this because of that tag team turmoil match. I was like, cool. But out of all the returns, the best return was Mr. R-Truth. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> even Triple H had to start that off, do the press conference, and kick it off with some R-Truth returning. It was. Uh, Triple H to me did not seem pleased in that press conference <laughs> after talk about CM Punk. Like he, like I watched that, I'm like, oh, he's putting over Horton. He's putting over Truth. He's begrudgingly got to mm-hmm. talk about CM Punk. Like, yeah, I, that doesn't look like me like a guy who made the decision. And it wasn't his decision. You know, it was Nick Khan's decision. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. I thought he met but, with Hunter. No. He did have a meeting with Hunter, but ultimately it was signed off by Nick Khan. Nick Khan is more or less the Vince right now, with Vince more or less sold a good majority of his stocks with TKO and kind of gone, more or less. Ari Manuel has more or less put Nick Khan in the position where Vince was as the business side of things, and Hunter is more just creative. And if he's not there, it's Bruce Pritchard from what we saw Monday. That was a Bruce Pritchard show because Hunter and... Nick Khan were out in LA trying to get the Raw deal done before the end of the year here. So that's why Hunter was absent on Raw. Obviously, you guys are a lot lower on it than I am. Uh, I, I'm not going to pretend the promo was a world-beating promo. It was safe. It was tame. It was fine. Um, and we'll kind of see how it goes. I think he did you know, well enough to... I think the one thing a lot of people wanted too is, if you get the vibe online, is people wanted him to take shots at AEW. And it, it does seem that there's an NDA and a gag order. Uh, and that's, and I'm not saying anyone here wants that, but that's what the majority of people seem wanted. They wanted online. They wanted him to take a shot at the Bucks or Hainman or, or Tony. And he just wasn't going to do that because they don't do that. Those type of promos don't really happen in WWE for the most part. Uh, even, you know, maybe from Punk they do, but I think it's also a guy that knows he's on a short leash. This is his last chance. This is his last chance. And if he blows this, he has his legacy on the line right now. You know, like you look at just what happened. The Meltzer Hall of Fame just had the votes and he came up way short. Roman Reigns had more votes than he did. There's other guys in that ballot that had way had more ballots than he had. And he should be ahead of those type of guys. But because of what's happened in the last year or so, that effort uh, of his career has been tarnished now. This is a guy that has a really good career. But the past little bit now has really tarnished that. So it's a guy that's on a short leash. There is rumors, nothing confirmed yet. If uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just wondering. You, you know, you talk about he's he's tarnished, and clearly for me he is. And I wasn't a huge fan, anyways. Um, but you are. You're a fan. Yes. Admittedly, what does it take to make you not a fan of this guy? What does he have to do? I mean, I, I would know, say that because the fandom he's for me is almost definitely... everything. I would say the fandom for me is pretty soured, but you know, going back in WWE is exciting. You know, there's a lot of exciting matches uh, and excited ability to be at a WrestleMania and to see all those things. So for whatever, I, I will admit on this subject, I am a mark on this subject. A hundred percent. I don't think I can justifiably even put really a major, you know, if people are looking for a major journalism type of hat on this one, I don't know if I can justifiably do that as much as I'd like to. I'm trying to set myself back to do the best ability that I can. I I can't explain how much that pipe bomb meant to me when it happened. I was in a bad time in my life, and that summer of punk meant a lot to me. So 
I desperately hold on to that time and that era for what it meant to me mentally and in my life at that point. It really helped me when I was in a tough place. And that run there and the DVD that he had meant a lot to me as a person. So I hold on to a lot of that, but I self-admittedly, like the actions that have happened are an actions that, you know, really hurt a legacy even of me. Like I can fully admit he's an asshole. He's done a lot of stuff to hurt. The, and now with the Jack Perry stuff and Tony fearing for his life, we still don't really know the full story of that. So I'm kind of putting that to the side because I don't know the whole story on that. You've heard multiple different sides of that. And we don't know the full story on that. We do know what happened with the Bucks and the Elite. And I, I, funny enough, went back and listened to that promo. And it's actually the promo press conference, whatever. It's actually funny now to listen to it. And you're like looking at little spots now in that presser when they're talking to TK and when it's happening and all that. Um, and I just, you know, it's a guy that I I would admit to you more than a little bit overrated in the ring, but on the stick, one of the best. He's a guy that, to me, ruined The Rock on the stick. The Rock was never the same for some people after he had arms too short to box with God on the stick. He would, he'd be, he, that day, The Rock had any shrivel left of being The Rock and became Dwayne that day for me. And I know, I know for a handful of people. So, He's on a tight rope here. And it look, the, the I'm home line is super cheesy, super corny, but God damn it, it hit with me. And I'm I'm a, I'm I know it's a terrible line and it's a hypocritical line. And for whatever reason, I loved it, but I know it's hypocritical, terrible, and corny. And I can't explain why I liked it. I marked for the AJ Lee part, but I will admit he he has had better promos in his back. I would love the idea if this is a fake character right now with the Seth Rollins story. He's coming in and being fake and corporate punk. And it's all leading to Seth calling him out for being a hypocrite, Morton. Um, and and you know what? Uh, I want to hear from the other guys here uh, on this subject. But quickly, just one of the things that has come out, has been said, is that we'll never hear a lot of the worst stuff that happened backstage. Yeah. But there was multiple incidents and we never will hear about it because of the NDAs. Um Immediately, though, the word came out that they have plans for Roman Reigns versus CM Punk. I don't know if they could present something I could carry in less. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any. <laughs> Here's somebody who I have has has rooted all goodwill he had with me and somebody I'm really just done with and bored of in Reigns. And the fact that that you have a guy who's older and has lost a step and was not that athletic to begin with. And another guy who his matches have become plodding, slow matches. I think the the buildup, the mic work and that type of stuff could be really terrific. Yeah. But ultimately, I'm not looking forward to that. If that is the direction they go, how do you three feel about it? I'll go really quick first on it, and then I'll go to the other two. But all reports are still that the, the main event for Mania will be, well, for night one, is still him and Seth. Sports Illustrated said it's Seth and then it's Roman. As far as the Roman stuff goes, yeah, I mean, in ring, it, it can't be worse than LA Nightingham. That's for sure. Um, promos will be great. I mean, there's a backstory of him saying he's not a, a channel turner. He's not a, you know, doesn't. So there is that backstory that they had with the back and forth beforehand. Um, I'm willing to give it an opportunity. It, it, there's other programs I'm way more excited for, like him and Kevin Owens, for example. I think that would be absolute dynamite or him and Sammy or him and AJ. There, there is way more exciting programs for me than Roman. Roman is nowhere in my top five of programs that I'm excited for with Punk. Um, yeah, let's Senator and Adam go. Uh, Adam, you can go first. 
I go first. Um, I think that wrestling is really about being able to reinvent yourself, right? And whether you're a piece of shit person, if you can have a character that really connects with an audience and connects in the ring, it's one of those things that is barring real being a really terrible person and doing terrible, terrible things more than just being an asshole. You're able to separate those things, character and real person, right? Um, now, I don't know if Punk is that guy because Punk's character work tends to be very one, kind of one level. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have gimmicks. He doesn't have character work. He doesn't like switch. He doesn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't shift up his, his character much at all. So I don't know if that's really valid here that much, but um, I, I'm willing to give it like the benefit of the doubt. And maybe there's something here. And that's sometimes fun to see somebody try something new, but I, but like based on that promo was like, he's not really trying anything new, at least from my perspective, maybe he can grow into something. If, if they go the route of doing him in a Roman, I'm with I'm with Martin here. It's like no, I have no interest in that at all. But when you're bringing a guy who's like this big, air quotes, like that you think is like that that needle shifter or whatever, you're gonna want to put him in the main event. And Roman Reigns is never leaving the main event, as we've kind of anytime soon. Yeah, never anytime soon. So like then you're kind of you're kind of booking yourself into a corner there. Like you're gonna have to put them together at some point. And it's like. It's just gonna like who cares at the end of the day with that. Yeah. Um, I heard something today and it made me laugh. I died of laughter. If CM Punk is the reason why Seth Rollins gets his first WrestleMania main event, yeah, that would be insane. And also, yeah. uh, if you reward CM Punk for all the ridiculous stuff that's gone on over the past 10 years with night one main events and that would be his first main event at a wrestlemania too if i'm not wrong about that yep like i know he's a big name and everything like that uh products are gonna sell all that type of stuff but to me wrestlemania wrestlemania is always kind of just known for like good matches and if 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 there's ever a time to really have really good storytelling and long-term storytelling, I don't need, they just ran into this situation. But thank you, Seth, if you're going to be the night one main event because you've been doing this whole angle of your back is killing you for the longest. You're going to have to carry this match a lot more. You, if you thought... If you <laughs> thought the original idea was bad, this one is going to be even worse. So... Uh, yeah, if you, if they pulled it off, I'm gonna tell you straight, he's my wrestler of the year already without it, without it even happening. I mean, let's not <laughs> act like he's absolutely terrible. Like, he had a really good match with Joe. He had a good match with Ricky. Like, he still has, he can still go in the ring. He's not like you, LA Knight. But are you listening to who you just put up? You put up against one of the best young, young star talent yeah, that there is. Of course, I'm just saying he doesn't and drag then, in the ring, though. He's not as bad the legend legend that is Samoa Joe like yeah. Samoa Joe has always been somebody that's overcome he's never he was never supposed to be the guy that he is and he has absolutely could no matter what you try to put him in to do when even when he was an announcer on raw like he stole the show like it's just I just don't want to act like he's a complete scrub in the ring. He's still 
fine. He's still a good in-ring competitor. He's not an absolute scrub in the ring. He's all right. It's, it's easier to gloss over those things. Like he's not. Sorry, go ahead, Adam. It's just easier to gloss over those things in WWE, I think. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, your in-ring work can get glossed over easier in WWE than AEW. And my biggest That's thing true. is... And- Sorry, Morden, just real quick. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not knocking CM Punk for his in ring th- stuff, but we have seen a Logan Paul do really good consistently in WWE. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at a WrestleMania, you got to be at that level now. Like, you can't, we've seen Bad Bunny come in, have an amazing match, Ronda Rousey's first match in wwe like these are the levels that we're talking about now so when i'm looking at cm punk i'm like you are actually a wrestler like this is what you've been for how long if you don't match that level it's underwhelming for a wrestlemania sure well his first match has to be at royal rumble doesn't it but yeah because i mean you can't really go all the way to wrestlemania having him around or not having him wrestle I mean that's no, a he'll, long he'll time. Do a match. To... He'll do a yeah. match in the next three weeks, I'd assume. Uh, maybe I tell you, his first match, he's got to deliver. Yeah, he of course he does. Has to deliver. Yeah, of course he does. And you know what? Just stealing a bunch of Bret Hart spots won't do it. Yeah, I I I think you guys are being a little bit harsher on his in ring style. Personally, I don't think he's been absolutely terrible in the ring. Like, we're not talking about a guy that's, like, below par. When he was back in his AEW run, he was good. He wasn't He wasn't below par. He was completely fine in ring. It wasn't like he slagged or was bad in the ring. He tried. I think he'll be fine, but I think what, what Senator <laughs> is, is, is he main event, right? Like, if he's, like, good enough, that's not main event. I mean, we've seen pretty bad guys main event in the past. We have, but not at WrestleMania. recently. Not a WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, I guess the big thing is, is as of, you know, three weeks ago, it was believed that Becky and Rhea were going to have that main event spot. That was the uh, the presumption is that that spot was going to be Becky and Rhea. And I don't want to say if it's fair or not, but it's also, is it fair or not to Rhea, who's had a great year, Becky, who may be women's wrestler of the year for them to potentially lose that spot. And that is a match that can be five stars for them to lose it to, Seth and Punk, which will have a fantastic build and has a storyline built into it for what that storyline can be. And again, to what they kind of deserve, what Becky did with NXT and what Rhea has been doing as you could argue at times the main heel on the, on the entire product. Now may I ask you guys, I mean, CM Punk obviously comes back baby face. He's massively, you know, we've seen this with, with Cody Rhodes, you know, you know, he was a heel or being booed out of the building, not a heel, but the crowd had turned on him. AEW comes to WWE. He's a beloved. Um, CM Punk will be beloved. Will he be beloved against Seth? I mean, will he be able to properly turn Seth heel? I mean, what, what's the crowd going to be like between those two at a mania? I, don't, I think it'll be, you'll have the uh, kind of, you'll see, I think a little bit of what we saw in Nashville, right? There'll be the Seth chance, but then there'll be CM Punk chance. And it depends where Punk's welcome is by that point. You could see the overwhelming of the Seth chance at that point. The Seth chance is fun to have. And it's it's, uh, the Punk's chance, but a fun chance that we've had. I almost wonder, I don't even know if they'll go babyface, babyface, heel, heel type of thing or babyface, heel. Uh, I think the idea in that one is just 
gonna go straight unless the idea is that punk will turn out to be this hypocrite and seth is the wwe guy but if that is the case if seth is the guy and punk's this hypocrite then punk has to be the heel and seth has to win then too you can't have punk win Punk's gonna win that match if they go at mania probably i think he's winning the rumble punk wins the match i think he's winning the win he doesn't have to win the rumble they can get there any way they want they don't need to burn it on the rumble because i think cody's winning i think cody's winning the chamber and I think Punk's winning that because it sounds like Gunther's going to be facing Brock. Maybe Brock wins then. And what, Chad challenges for the IC title? Why not? Could, could do that too. Crazier things have happened. Yeah, I think um, I think Gunther wins that. I think Gunther wins that if that's the match. I don't mm-hmm. care though because all of a sudden I care about WrestleMania again because that match is happening. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> whereas, what the... Did you guys hear that? No. Anyways, there's um, <laughs> there's no way that I'm going to miss a Gunther versus Brock Lesnar match. And you're right. WrestleMania, Senator, like you said, has become about really good matches and John Cena versus Austin Theory. There you go. Yeah. And almost versus Brock. Yep. Which is better than it had any right to be. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Maybe uh, it was better than it had any right it was to be. Right to be. Star star that should have been the worst match of the year, and it was not. No Brock match is going to be the worst match of the year. True. Yeah, true. that had that had potential. That had the. Potential. I will. I'll say this. I. Um. We have a big issue that's happening in WWE right now, and that is. There's actually a lot of baby faces that are on the top of the card. So now that they have to switch that over. So within by Rumble, uh, either CM Punk or Randy Orton is turning heel. Big Punk. Um, and that is that is definitely what it's gonna be. Like there is when you sat down there and you looked at war games and you're not looking at the SmackDown side, you're pretty much just only looking at the raw side. You saw five big name people that could be main eventers. You could, and they were all baby faces. Like mm-hmm. the least of those ones, probably Jay, even though his name is main event Jay. But like Sammy, you can heat him up at any time and put him in, and then the crowd is behind him. Like mm-hmm. uh, Seth, Seth Champion, Cody, Randy, like. Jay, like that's too many top baby faces. Like even, even I got confused when Shinsuke's whole uh story was somebody return, uh, somebody returning is gonna set me free. And then you could tell that CM Punk coming in, they're like, "Oh, we need to change this up." And then all of a sudden, it was Cody. Cody's been yes, on the show just, every single week. Like, this is someone of privilege <laughs> as well. Yeah, it, it's just. I like it. Don't get it twisted. I do like the change because I do like the way how they're presenting Shinsuke at this point right now. Yeah. And I do like the longer road that it's going to take Cody to get to Roman. I just was, two months. this was completely like the most shocking thing that happened on Raw to, for me. It was, oh, Shinsuke is going after Cody now. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah, well, he needed something to do. Just a mid-level months. boss. 
He's the mid-level boss on his way to Rome. <laughs> it's all he has to do for two months. He needs something for oh, two months. Yeah, give him some stuff in his mouth. He can spray and. <laughs> and how they many people are doing the mist now? Yeah, I was, just, I was if, thinking that when I saw it. Unfortunately, in their world, it was interesting that Hunter said, like, when they were talking about getting Okada, right? And now everyone's going crazy that Okada's coming to WWE because Nakamura said chaos. So we went from connecting every single punk thing now to connecting to either every single Sasha thing or every Okada thing. And he said, because of chaos, but it it's interesting that like any Asian based wrestler now gets the mist. That's what it seems like they're just going with. And it would just come back to Hunter be like, yo, we, Okada, you should come here because we don't do stereotypical things with our Asian wrestlers anymore. <laughs> despite making them whole great. Blue mist. We haven't done a blue mist yet. Uh, Oscar's done blue mask. Oscar's done blue. Does she do yeah. blue? Is that yeah. she's green. I think yeah, she did that blue. against Charlotte. Oscar has done was, uh, like four Julia different Harkins colors. Blue. Yeah. Os- no, Os- Sky Blues was blue. Sky Blues was blue. That's it. Yeah. 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 But Oscar has done blue. Yeah. Oscar's done like four different blue. colors. She did. She yeah. did purple once too. I remember that one too. She so did. she's the rainbow mister. Yeah. They each <laughs> each miss has a different meaning behind it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's yeah. the level. It's like the level of how much she respects you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, just to kind of wrap it up, like I guess I'm kind of in a little bit of an island myself here. We'll we'll see what happens with with everything. I mean, the one thing I and I talked to Senator about this is it is exciting because you know when I grew up, I guess all of us did. This was the start of the bridge to Mania. This was the road to WrestleMania, right? And you could start kind of piecing stuff together and you can more or less piece together like five matches. Like I'm assuming it's Seth and Punk. I'm assuming it's Roman and Cody, uh, Gunther and Brock, uh, Rhea and Becky. Although I'm not sure on that one now because of the Sasha rumors. And if it is a potential, and I wanted to get your guys' heads up on this. So if Sasha's coming back, like it is rumored now, um, do you think you do a horsewomen four four way title match between all of them, or is there the potential for a triple tails with Julia versus the four horsewomen? Women is that better to go with? Morton, hmm. I mean, I I don't know. If Sasha's coming to WWE or not. I mean, she posted that video of herself in the ring. She did, and the rumor now is WWE. You know. The rumor now is WWE. That's the rumor. Yeah, that is the rumor, and they certainly they were mentioning the four horsewomen a lot on Survivor Series. Bailey had some teases. Yeah, I mean it's possible. I don't. I think if you do right now with the whole thing with Becky and Charlotte hugging and all, you you would do a reunion of the four horsewomen. You would do them as a as a unit because yeah, on the so... main roster we've never even in the even in NXT they were all they were the four horsewomen, but they're always going against each other. They never really performed as a no. unit. No. So I think it would be time to pull back and, and go with that direction. So Triple if, Tails if, Julia if then? does come back. That's the match then? I guess so. I yeah. guess so. It makes sense. And then you do Rhea and Belair and then Jade versus somebody else for the other title? They're right now, I mean, they talked about it, how Jade is in training, how she's having to, as I predicted, She's having to unlearn everything she learned in in AEW and learn WWE style. How long mm-hmm. that's going to take and what's going to happen with her, I don't know. I yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't throw her name out there too quickly at this point at anything past NXT. Rumble. I think we'd still see her at the Rumble. 
I still think we see it. She could be in the Rumble. Yeah. yeah. She could throw out like five, six people in the Rumble and then get eliminated. She could even but... just do a match for Liv Morgan at Mania. No. I don't see her on the card. No. You're going to have Rumble, but not on the Mania card. So if, if they if they do like the Horsewoman versus Triple Tails and Julia, and if we do Belair and Rhea, what's the other match for the other title? Or is it just Eel just holds onto that belt and there is no other women's title match because I would assume there's a minimum three matches. Here's a, here's the here's the problem. God honest truth, here's the problem. I don't want to see the horsewomen individually fighting each other like a four way because that means Charlotte's winning for sure. And I'm and I'm <laughs> and it doesn't matter that Sasha's making her return. We she was supposed to win that triple threat match yep. at that WrestleMania. Like it's just. I just don't trust them for that. Um, but I also don't see them in a in the eight women's match. Like, and even there, I don't think Julia would be a part of that. It would be Dakota Kai and Damage Control versus versus there, because that uh Dakota Kai would she should be healed up by then. Yeah, this is true. All right. So that makes sense actually. The, the that damage control versus four horse women, that, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. That would make more of the sense, but then it kind of takes away what Becky should be doing. And so for like Jade, I see Jade debuting in the Rumble. If I'm if I'm them, give her two eliminations. You don't need a whole bunch of eliminations. Just give her two. One solo elimination of Nia Jax and one solo elimination of Raquel Rodriguez. Because those are considered, those are kind of looked at as the monsters of, of the women division at this point. If she individually takes them out, it's kind of like, okay, she's she's the new powerhouse. That's all you really need. Don't don't try to over showcase her. But some I was listening to somewhere and they brought up a really good point, and I totally forgot about that. She was trained in the nightmare factory which is owned by cody and qt Mm -hmm. so it's like how much do you really have to untrain her to get her wwe (laughs) stuff like it's crazy but just thinking but just thinking about that like who she was trained by and how long it's taken for this debut it's pretty interesting i'm concerned about it it a little bit because it's like it feels like they had a big opportunity with her to do something big and they they like kind of haven't done anything. You're kind of in this they holding pattern and it's just off. like floating with her. Mm-hmm. And sure, if you want to say she has to learn something, like she doesn't have to learn that much, especially if you put her, like that's the job of promoters is like putting her in positions to be successful, right? Like you don't, like you can put her out and do some squashes. You can put her out and do stuff. You don't have to like teach her how to have a 20 minute match her first like like six months she doesn't have to do that right so I just think that they need to like do something with her or I'm concerned that they've kind of like soured on her or something they're like not sure about it now and that I got a question for you Adam that makes me more concerned I got a question for you Adam would you prefer this way of them doing it just kind of bring it up at press conferences until she actually debuts or 30 weeks of Jade is coming like they did for Veer Oh my, why does that have to be the <laughs> That's just the, the inevitable WWE choice. It's just that, like, yeah. why, can't, why can't the choice be, like, 
just shows up on <laughs> Raw and squashes someone. Why can't that be the like? Why can't that be the thing? No, we need the, like a few weeks of that. Like, we need just the like, graphic of it's coming. <laughs> we don't know when, but it's showing up some point. Don't worry. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Maybe that's better. And <laughs> you're not like teased an actual in person. Uh, Who's actually teased longer, Veer or Emma? That time that they had her Emma, in like oh, Emma. bikinis. Emma was a year. Or... Emma was a year. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was painful. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm concerned about their positioning of Jade and what that's gonna do. If they're if they're like this concerned about her not putting her really on television, I don't think she's even coming out and doing what Senator was saying in the Rumble and becoming that powerhouse. They don't obviously don't see her as that, which is my concern. So I, what do they even see her as if they're kind of floating? Because they're kind of starting to get, and this is what I'm concerned. I was going to bring this up with the punk stuff is like, you need him to get to something because I'm concerned you're kind of getting in the rest in peace, but the latest Bray Wyatt um, comeback was like, yeah, it's been yeah, it's interesting. And then it's like weeks and weeks and weeks go by of like, it's interesting isn't enough. You have yeah. to do something. And same yeah, with Jade like, showing up on the shows. Okay, but like, you got to do something. You got to like, jump out and do, do like have a match do a thing yeah because you don't want it to be like punk talks punk talks punk talks and it's just like saying the same thing and that's what bray kind of did he's like bray talks bray talks bray yeah. talks and it was never really getting to any point so you know put him in a a feud with like the who the 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 pretty deadly or something like that right put him in a feud with pretty deadly and have bring out chad gable him. bring him out to shush him for like, yeah, they could do they a could feud with, with Team a American Alpha. They could yeah. face a, uh, Tozawa, and then he could face kind of just do what Nakamura did face Tozawa, face Gable, face Otis. You can do that kind of stuff, or you know, face the Brawling Brutes. Actually, don't face the Brawling Brutes. I don't want him to face Rich Holland. He'll be out of WWE within two weeks if he faces Rich Holland. Oh, I will say, Rich He's has gotten better. better in ring. He He's has gotten better. better. He's gotten better. Um, but yeah, I agree with you on that point. That was actually brought up. Um, on Fightful this week of Joe, you don't want to go down the same path with Bray because they brought in Bray, great debut, did great mm -hmm. social media stuff like Punk did. Uh, but after that, it was like, I remember watching that first week, like, oh, cool. Yeah, the promo was kind of safe now. And he kind of talked about happy to be home. It, it's actually kind of freaky how eerily close that all was. So I, I mean, I would assume by now it's Wednesday. If he was going to be on SmackDown, you would assume that would have been promoted by now. So I'm assuming it's just Randy on SmackDown right he's, now. So he's just doing Raw. But like, he's, that's, he's that's what I was agent. waiting for. That's what I was waiting for is like, who's he going to call out? That's like my interest in Punk is like, what's his first feud going to be? Yeah, Is it Seth? Okay, cool. But I don't want to sit here for the next two months every week, him being like, I'm just interested to see who's going to take me on because I'm this, like, it's just so boring. Like that doesn't do yeah. anything. But I understand why the first the first show they don't have to jump out at it, even though I kind of wanted it. But like they need to do something, and they need to do something in the next couple of weeks, probably. And he's better too at times when he's at somebody, when he's verbally attacked. Even if you just give him Miz, right? I mean, that's a that's a feud that you know a lot <laughs> of us want to see. I, I do think Miz is stuck in a bigger theme right now. Like I'm assuming we're going to get the Gunter uh, rematch at one point, and he proved himself to be a five star, maybe six star talent. You know. Probably better than Lou Fez in the ring, Morton. <laughs> Why are you needling me? 
I mean, the only second person best is Jeff Jarrett in the ring between him and (laughs) and him and Miz. Oh, God. Would I rather watch a Miz match or a Jeff Jarrett match? Oh, Oh, it's Gunther because at least then it's going to be pretty good. It's Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. I don't know. Who's had a bet more? Really quick. Morton, who has had a better career? Jeff Jarrett or The Miz? This should be pretty easy. You know what? I'm going to say Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I'm going to say Jeff Jarrett. Of course it's Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, yeah he made Jarrett. it to Bullet Club, NWO. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Keith made it to... Just like if you were if you were to go and poll a thousand people on the streets and say, have you heard of The Miz or have you heard of Jeff Jarrett? I yes. just think more people would say Jeff Jarrett, and that's why I, I think would go with him. I'd say Miz. I think that people... would depend on age. Mm-hmm. I'd say Miz because people probably saw him in the real world. I don't think anybody saw him in the real world. I think. Oh, you're right. They saw him in the <laughs> Marine. Anybody remembers. Nobody's in the Marine. They saw him in the Marine. But I five. <laughs> I just think younger people might know the Miz that wouldn't know Jeff Jarrett. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But that but I mean that's an interesting comparison. Because I was thinking who has the better career, and I'm not sure. I would I'm say I'm gonna Jeff. give it to Miz. Okay. I would I'm, give it to Miz on based on he's WrestleMania main evented. There's that. This is true. This is but true. Based on Fine. who's got more fame, I still think it's Jeff Jarrett. We'll see. We'll see. I, I I don't know. The only way to find out is for Adam to go out and pull a thousand people yep. of various ages. Yep. The only way for me to find out is have Jeff Jarrett come back to WWE. Then we get a Jarrett Miz feud. Go. We already had Jared and Elias, so now we need Jared and Miz. I'm gonna give it. The reason why I'll give it to Miz is Jared grew up in a wrestling household, yeah. And Miz, Miz did it. Miz had to make that change from a reality star. What a change! And then main evented WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Even if we don't. Whatever, but main event at WrestleMania. And even if you look at the journey, getting kicked out the locker room, not accepted in the locker room to now, how long has he been in WWE for? Well, almost two decades. Yeah, right? Two time Grand Slam 2005, champion. 2005, 2006? Pretty much. It's like 18, yeah. 19 years at this point right now. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to double back real quick to something you guys said about CM Punk. And this is a CM Punk and just like the uh, correlation, how it kind of could be like the Bray Wyatt, the big pop, and then the promo, and then you just don't want them to keep promoing. My biggest issue, too, is that supposedly he only got eight, eight, nine minutes because they said that the Randy Orton-Dominic match went too long. Yep. If that is your reason... <laughs> why that promo sounded like that that is a bit to me that's a bigger concern because that tag team turmoil did not need to be that long those jelly roll appearances did not need to happen constantly one okay cool but there was four jelly roll segments in that in that episode including the ones that truth spilled on the couch yeah even that one for the uh, Judgment Day did not need to happen. Great to see our truth. That part didn't need to happen. Um, 
And to me, as like the main event wrestling match for returning Randy Orton, I really appreciate the fact that they put Dominic Mysterio in there because who gets the most booed and who would the crowd want to see get RKO'd the most? Dominic Mysterio. So it makes sense. And if GD. you know, yeah, and if you know that's kind of like where you're angling it to, cut down the other stuff. Because to me, the show was built around Randy Orton's return and CM Punk. It yeah, would you guys not... would you guys have put Punk first or Randy first? Randy first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think as Me far too. as the business I like goes, the order the that decision was Randy was mm-hmm. Punk last. Or Randy, by the way, as soon as he came out of the Survivor Series, you know how they have a wellness policy? Mm-hmm. Well, he looked <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, he, his, his, his prior Rose two right. strikes have passed, yeah. right? His prior two strikes oh, are, his, are off the record are now. Over? Oh, he's yeah. le- he's legend status now. He can get away with it. Uh, he's, he's, he's Brock status. He's yeah, not. Brock's a, yeah. yeah. He's not testing not. with USADA anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, was, he was healthy. That is, I, I will say that was smart booking he by was, Hunter. He looked healthy, yes. Because I well. really, I really hated the idea as they were doing the show that, you know, before we knew if Punk was coming out or not, and they did the whole story if Randy's going to show up or not. I'm like, what are you doing? You're only going to add to this of the crowd taking over wanting to do punk chats. And then when he didn't come out, I'm like, okay, this is where you fucked up, Hunter, because now the crowd is just going to want punk. And you and fucked, and that, that money in the bank side of yeah, things. That was great. So smart because it made every fan forget about punk, think about the cash in, and then Randy came in to save it, and you completely got the pop for Randy. So give them credit. That was a smart way to book that. Yeah, to me, Survivor Series was Survivor Series was a good pay per view. I think the women's war game match. Honestly, anytime you put EO into a war games match, even if she just repeated the same trash can spot, I don't care. That trash can spot is just still amazing. <laughs> like, it does, five war it, games. Yeah, like it doesn't. To me, it never really matters. Like to because yeah. I'm definitely not going that high and covering my eyes and jumping off of something to go <laughs> trust that I'm going to land on people. Okay. That's not happening. That was the moment of survivor series. Oh, over yeah. punk debut, yeah. over Randy debut, <laughs> over our truth debut. That was and the, the thing moment. is the crowd was, if you, the crowd got into it cause they knew exactly what was going to happen. And I like the smart kind of small twist that they did when she went up with the chain and dropped it down. So Dakota Kai could, attached the garbage can there and then she pulled it up like even oh, small fishing, things like yeah. that i i appreciated that um i will say this i never ever want to see charlotte flair do a moonsault off the top ever he again needs car- he <laughs> because man i watched that and i saw that knee go right into her head nep okay there's three things that i don't ever want to see so even if let's say hypothetically they booked this horsewoman versus damage control match or whatever. Please keep Kyrie Sane away from Charlotte Flair at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what I don't care what you have to do. Just never have them in the ring together. Even when they're doing pull away fights, I saw how she tossed her into the barricade. Nobody tosses like I feel the pain that she's going through every time I see Charlotte Flair look at her, I just know there's pain coming. <laughs> so please, like safety, you guys have been better with that. Keep them away from each other. Yeah, 
100% on that. It, I wasn't it, it was crazy about the booking of both of those War Games matches. Yeah, both baby faces winning. I don't like that. On either. the same show, both baby faces winning, very clean, very over, very destruction y. Is that a word? Um, we'll use it now. Just destroying, right? Like it was, and it wasn't even like, like both heel stables are just like in shambles basically after that. Well, or should damage be. control pulled the Cena. Ah, whatever. I lost. It's all good. We're all friends. They pulled yeah, the so classic did, Cena. That, that Cena would lose a match. Cena lose a match. You'd be yeah. like, Ah, you know, it happens. Yeah. Like, I believe okay. there was one time he lost a championship. He said, championships, championships come and championships go. But, and I, I was just like, no, you don't do that. That's like when they had this, the thing with Priest on Adam's point, they're just like, he's like, let me hear it. And they're like, we're good. We're family. We lose sometimes. I'm like, but this is like the biggest match that you guys had as a team that you lost. Like you yeah. should be mad at Priest that he lost and that he, you could be like, you put the world title over us winning you should have just taken the win there and we could have figured out the world title another time or get the pin and then we win the world championship after instead you put your needs ahead of the judgment day that's a way better storyline right there but that wasn't even brought up because they're women's women's match the the psychology in the women's match was all wrong because the baby faces were getting the first person in yeah. So the psychology was the, the, the heels were coming out, damage Ruffles. control was coming out, and they were pulling stuff out from underneath the ring, and they were getting the pops from the crowd, the baby face pops. Everything, the psychology in that thing was a mess. Mm-hmm. The best, the best well, when it came to pulling out the weapons was Asuka, when she pulled out the table, the crowd cheered, and then she put it back, right? Like, it was, <laughs> it was never, please, don't have a sponsor do a fan vote for war games ever again like there's just small things that they got to learn from when it comes to this but come on uh judgment day learned from they've watched all the fast and furiouses they know it's about family (laughs) they know we gotta stick together it doesn't matter if you try to blow up my car this time next next one we're gonna be right back together like it's it's okay I was waiting to see the reaction. I wanted to see like on Raw, Drew McIntyre have a segment with Damian Priest because like I think he would have been the one that would have been like you cost us this match because he stopped him from going out when it was his turn. He was like stick to the plan, hmm. and then you're the one. And then Damian Priest got pinned, right? Like I think they just completely just skipped over that on Raw, and that was kind of the follow that I wanted to see. And for damage control, well, we haven't seen what happened on SmackDown yet. But this week would be the perfect week to kind of like kick her out and then have her like searching for a friend because she's a woman on the island. And then you can bring in a Sasha Banks in January. You know what I mean? Because I think they're getting two weeks off in December. Something like that. Or a week off in December. You're... Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's Christmas Eve and New Christmas Day and New Year's Eve or New Year's Day is another one after that. I, I think the like Judgment Day is probably yeah, one of New the Year's best Day. stables that's like killing it right now. Um, like they're must watch um stuff for me. And I think WWE knows that, and that's why they don't want to put turmoil in them yet. Eventually we know it's gonna explode, right? But mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be there yet. But then they book themselves into a corner by having the babyfaces win 
this match. And like, I think a better booking would have been just have Judgment Day win and destroy them all, walk out holding all their titles and their money in the banks, and then leave credits roll or like the logo comes up, Punk comes out while all the baby faces are like reeling in the ring. And it and he can do the exact same thing could have happened, right? Like you yeah. could have had the exact same fallout of all of this. Things would have made more sense. And then you don't have that like cheesy feeling baby face win for Orton coming back. Yeah. Just because you already had that with the first match of the night. Like it just felt too much. Yeah. I, and the, I, like I, the Orton RKOs, like the, the heavy duty RKOs are like, they're not doing it for me. Like diving off the top and just like kind of catching a guy and doing it like doesn't really do much for me like that stuff doesn't interest me that much it wasn't like see when that was was it finn that they threw off the top and that any rko'd him caught him yeah pardon me yes jd JD. it was jd okay i'm trying to remember what it was yeah you're right it was jd the camera angle told me they didn't trust that he was going to catch it Mm -hmm. perfectly because they caught it and they did it in a way that it didn't it really you couldn't see it like yeah. that it was clean and he didn't catch and him the, and the original camera couldn't have caught him and like there's so many things like you don't do that spot like that spot doesn't mean anything really it's just dumb yeah, it's like no. the, the melzer driver mm-hmm. like the little extra jump off the top doesn't do anything yeah man, that gives a lot of force <laughs> a lot of force i i the thing that bugged me too was when punk came out Judgment Day is just waiting in the ring with everybody else as well. As everybody comes out, they're just like, you can see Dom and Finn and everyone where Seth is throwing a temper tantrum. It's like, why are they not out of the ring yet? And it's just kind of everybody watching on. Like, this was a blood feud. Judgment Day hate them and they hate Judgment Day. Judgment Day's made their life a living hell and they're all kind of watching Punk come out at the same time. Again, very nitpicky, but that did kind of bug me a little bit. Again, I I understand. Why wouldn't they attack him or something? Like, yeah my booking thing would get them out of there. Like they don't need to be there. Uh, anymore. Yeah. Your idea I, was great. Cause I, I didn't like both baby. It's just weird. I didn't like I, baby faces. thing is they, they always want to leave on big events, especially they like to leave the crowd going home happy. But the thing yeah. is they could have had the heels win because the crowd was going to go home happy because of pumping. Exactly. Could have gotten exactly. away with it. Right. Yeah. Whereas normally in a situation like that, Orton's return, you would have to book him to win. But knowing the punks coming out afterwards changes. And you know what? On Adam's booking, you could have had him RKO'd Jey Uso and Sammy and said, like, I'm coming after every member of the bloodline and I don't care about your excuses. And when I mean every blood thing, I mean everything. And that was my best and first chance to get near members of the bloodline. And I wasn't going to pass on that. Yeah, he didn't even need... It could have just been... Him like thinking about like when they did the thing with Jay where he was like, yeah. oh, what's he going to do? And then that alone just like distracts them enough that they lose. Yeah. Like it doesn't need, it didn't need to be anything. And then the whole finish with like just spamming finishers was yeah. so bland. Like that was so ugly. That's so WWE. Oh my God. It was yeah, too much. It was 2K level stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like I saved them all up in 2K and I'm just going to use them all at the end of the match. Yeah. Overall, good show. Yeah, the best match he was said, uh, Gunther and Miz. I think we already talked. Yeah, about I think it. I actually I'd say I enjoyed that the most. I really I did. I did like Santos and Dragon Lee. I think Santos is doing some good heel work right now. 
It's a little short, but it was pretty good. I liked I liked the Rhea really Zoe. liked Lee. I liked Rhea and Zoe. Zoe. Yeah, that was good. Um I like the fact that they gave Zoe some offense because she can actually go in the ring. You know what I mean? And that was like probably the biggest and probably the biggest show, showcase that she'll get because they completely screwed up everything when it came to her with the whole Trish thing because mm-hmm. we've discussed this before. Um, but overall, I was like, you know what? As like the last pay-per-view for the year, uh, I mean, you try to get as many of your big stars on there. Honestly, I kind of like the like when they don't have Gunther on the pay per views. I know it's, that might sound like weird, but he makes Raw feel a lot bigger. So him having that pay per view match and then kind of just like showing up on Raw didn't really do it for me for his character because any match that he does on the Raw seems like a pay per view match. You know what I mean? Like I would have saved that for 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 that. Because God no, they could have, like I said, I don't want to dogpile on this tag team turmoil match. But if you <laughs> gave the if you gave that same time to the Gunther mismatch, the crowd. Senator. Oh my gosh! Okay, you're suggesting they save big matches for television, not big matches, just <laughs> Gunther matches, just Gunther matches, just Gunther matches. Like I said, like his match against Gable, amazing. Like you know what I mean? Like it just elevates it and then i think it takes the pressure off of how good the match has to be if it's on raw and especially a match with the miz having that on a pay-per-view <laughs> when you have to compare all the other gunther matches that he had on pay-per-view against drew mcintyre sheamus sheamus and mcintyre like uh, this is not don't tell me that miz didn't like do something in that match no like, i'm that, not taking it away from that him. crowd just... was like he won from beginning of match to end of match, he won the crowd over the most of probably almost any match I've seen this year. Of like they, they winning the crowd they over. They actually no, nah, I, I can't give yeah, it they, up they any actually year. believed. They yeah. actually the, the crowd was popping crazy, in a way that made me think they're believing <laughs> that he could win. You know, he, I never believed for all win, the nerds. I never believed Zoe Stars could win that and neither and neither did the crowd, which are at that match, but they yeah. were popping in a way that they believed the Miz could win. Yeah. They did some really good near And forms. going going from the beginning of that match when nobody had any expectations, nobody cared about anything. This is what I mean. I'm not talking about like the best match where the crowd was most behind. Oh, no. I know what you mean. I'm talking about a switch. Like they like he won them over from that. I'm I'm gonna give Dragon Wait. Lee that honor because Dragon Lee had a match on SmackDown and no one cheered for him or his opponent the entire time until halfway through the match. <laughs> and then the crowd started making noise. And then at the end, they were chanting, this was awesome. So I'm going to give Dragon Lee that honor for for this one yep. here. Um, Miz, Miz definitely did his thing. And I'm not taking anything away from Miz. I just think that if he was to do that same match on this Raw instead of that tag team turmoil match, I think the crowd would have been way more into it. I think um, the expectation when you compare it to other Gunther matches on pay-per-views, like it just changes. Rhea, Rhea, Zoe, we already knew Rhea was winning. That You're absolutely correct. Like that was the thing, but it's also Zoe. They have not really invested anything into her. Her and Shayna Baszler feel like just random women on the, on the, 
roster at this point, and you screwed over a Ronda Ronda leaving match, which should have really captive captivated catapulter to like higher levels in the women division and zoe with trish leaving and the turn on trish but because they kind of rushed that one at the end no one cared for zoe at the end of it so it kind of you could have used that for somebody else give given that to um give that to give that same thing for zoe starks to chelsea green and you would have seen like a difference in how they captivate the situation. You know what I mean? Like, but it's Gunther. He's about to face Brock. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, this is what we're saying, Adam. You know, when you're talking about Miz, uh, we all agree with you. Gunther's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the agreement. That's the agreement. That's the agreement. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, did you guys watch AEW today, though? Yes. Yes, it was. I liked the last half hour, but the most of the show, I liked MJF's promo when it was talking about Joe. Because mm. he was, that was very on, yeah. on point. But a lot of the show was just, yeah, meh, right? Just, just there, a lot of it. But uh, yeah, the last half hour, the Christian and, uh, Edge and I don't know if it came across in the states the same way, but here in Canada on TSN, they did not get the seven second delay in for the uh, oh they did not the get profanity it profanity used by by Adam Copeland. They did not uh, get it. so that went out live on the air, and uh, <laughs> I haven't heard anybody swear on uh, TSN since the Great Cup. So I mean, it's really it's been a week and a half. Well, Tony um, Khan's that fine to get that buzz. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah the last half hour the edge or the christian stuff the christian's such a great heel mm-hmm. he's just so slimy mm-hmm. so slimy and and then uh, as expected uh swerve and and jay white had a really good match and the right guy went over uh, yeah which yep. that i didn't me. know who was going to go over but the right guy swerve went over that surprised me for sure i was kind of concerned putting them both in that match like it's a it's a like you don't Jay just comes off his his title loss, um, his title match loss, and you don't want to like knock him down too far. And Swerve is off that huge victory that you can't have him lose. But I was concerned they were gonna give it to Jay. Um, and I think that would have been the wrong choice, but it it's a hard choice to make. But I liked how they pulled it, and I like that Swerve goes on. And I think Swerve could win this whole thing. I think he should. I liked I liked that match. Like you guys said, you guys already said it all. Like the right guy won. Here's the one thing that popped into my head during that last half hour, Morden. Christian aged a lot better than Edge and Adam Copeland. Like oh, when you oh, see, yes. when you see them, <laughs> like, like what looking at them like face to face in that ring doing it, I was like, oh. You, Adam Copeland, you've had a rough time since, like, I don't know if not wrestling aged him a lot more than if he was going to be wrestling throughout that nine years, but Edge still look. I mean, Christian Cage still looks like he's, like, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Adam Copeland looks like he's in his 50s. Like, it's you saw... It's about him. not wrestling. You don't have to wrestle. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking this about... And Edge has been putting his body on I was on thinking this about our truth that exact same thing. I'm like, I remember R-Truth comes back, I'm looking at him and going, dude's 51. 
Yep. Like he could pass <laughs> for 26. But like he looks box, the exact same as he did, you know, all those years ago when he was coming out with Road Dog. Like the guy <laughs> has not aged at all. He's, what if, whoa, 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 whoa. quick is our truth. <laughs> it's what it's it's crazy right, to sorry see. Spoiler you alert. tell me bull buchanan is b2 no you're, you're pushing what? it now and We're conan pushing. is max moon and yeah. balls oh, mahoney no, is santa claus oh uh, santa claus is a real character balls mahoney was fictional so, yeah. Okay. Okay. And Elias and Ezekiel are brothers. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what I do want to say is I want to give AEW credit because I think the presentation of Julia Hart is amazing. The in ring still needs some work, but mm-hmm. but I think watching her do her entrance and with the title and everything like that, I was like, the presentation is amazing. You. Mm-hmm. Is just when I'm the not a big Julia Hart fan. Neither. I'm not a big Julia Hart fan. I don't like the gimmick personally. I just think I, it's been too forced. That. Yeah. Yeah. Sky Blue should take her and role. In the Sky ring, I literally watched this match tonight going in the ring. And my thought was literally, my thought was, wow, they took, they're taking Jade and they're retraining her to lose all the bad stuff she knows how to do <laughs> to learn, to learn the right stuff, right way. I wish they could get a hold of Julia Hart. That was what I thought because she has so much potential. <laughs> I really would love to hey, see her, her dream ma- in match the, tra- is AJ the performance Lee center learning properly. She said her dream match is AJ Lee and Natty Nayhart. So there's only one place to potentially do that now. So there you go. That's that's true. Um, I'm always just concerned anytime I see Top Flight because yeah. in my head, I just oh, don't God. know how long they're going to stay together. And when I mean stay together, I know they're a team. One of them Not always gets hurt. injured like three weeks after they get back together. Yeah, so, when I saw the uh, and Dante's so much more talented, frankly. Darius, yeah. nothing against Darius, he's all right, but Dante's a star, and it was so good. I remember when that injury happened, and in the group checks going, God, did you see that injury? And Josh was like, He's fine. And I was like, No, no, he's really, really badly hurt. It's like, no, <laughs> no he's, he's not. I'm like, Yes, he is. <laughs> you don't see his ankle snap. And then I went and showed it on TV like, tonight. Yeah, I had to turn away. I had to turn away when they showed it again tonight. That was like Kevin Ware bad. Again. Remember the brutal. Kevin Ware Louisville mm-hmm. injury? That was like yeah. that bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're gonna have a match against uh what is it? Vicenio. Vicenio. And I was like, are you good luck staying healthy? <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Oh, but it's, it's gonna match. be good. I just oh, yeah. Dante. So yeah, he, I'm so glad to see him back. Fast. That was a fast recovery for that injury. Yeah. 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 I'm just worried. Like I said, it's hard for me to like get invested <laughs> in that team because they always get somebody always gets injured. And it, I'm not wishing injury on anybody. I'm Don't just worry. Saying, Tony just, Khan will book you anyways. It's just Tony, hard. If, you, if you're on crutches, you get to be in the main event. If you're limping on the way there, sure, you can have a match. Forward Labrum, (laughs) you get to be in a tag match with Samoa Joe. It doesn't matter, Tony Khan. Everyone must go in the ring. Broken socket, put an eye patch on. You get to go in the ring. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just put some dirt on it. (laughs) AEW. It's a work, Josh. Josh, it's a work. It's a work. And still, the best best thing on AEW, Tony Storm. 
course. Timeless totally so story. Yeah, I like <laughs> what the Maria May stuff is, too. She was who I thought about when when Adam was talking about how uh, you reinvent yourself. Wrestling is about reinventing yourself. And he was talking about CM Punk and he's kind of his characters never changed that much. A little bit with the straight edge heel stuff when he really leaned into that. But other than that, his characters being pretty much the same. Then I thought the person I thought of was Tony Storm is the perfect mm -hmm. example of, of yeah. reinventing yourself. And, and and that's what wrestling is. Jericho. Mm -hmm. Jericho's one of the best at doing that, although he hasn't done it as great lately. Jericho's but... the best of all time, that. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, Tony did it really to quick, too. Mm -hmm. Did it really quick from losing that title. And I've always loved Tony Storm mm -hmm. from back in WWE, like big fan of hers. And she comes over and did really well, wins a title, but is kind of lukewarm with the crowds. So gives it up, but then comes back with this, this banger of a gimmick that's just so fun. Like these promos are so great. And and talking about presentation, like both the women's champions are presented very well and very strong. So I'm excited to see where I hope she holds it for for a while and has a lot of fun with it. I don't know that gout can be some some sort of injury that you just can't. <laughs> and their feet were yeah, swollen. I could see the gout costing her the belt. And the feet were swollen. <laughs> uh what did you guys think about the uh, MGF promo about Joe? I was saying I, I thought it was terrific. I thought it was yeah. spot on. Okay. Said everything. I thought I put Joe over and said everything was, it felt like a shoot because, uh, I mean, it was all true. He should have won a great balls of fire that when he, when he faced Brock, he should have won that. Everything that was built up so well. That was a perfect time to pull the trigger on him. Yes. Anytime I get to talk about <laughs> great balls of fire, I will. That uh, match was amazing though. That was a great match. Great yeah. build up. Oh, yeah. I still remember him leaning over Heyman. And yelling at Heyman, that was that was phenomenal. So, I remember when they were in separate rooms and the, doing the doing the face off in separate rooms, and yeah. like the Roy jo or uh, John Jones, uh, Daniel Cormier, mm -hmm. you know, when they were separate rooms. Oh, speaking of Daniel Cormier, did you, guys, did you see the good. aerial thing with Daniel Cormier today? No, no. So they were talking about returns and everything like that, and then Daniel Cormier is like, "Yeah, it sounds like Sasha's going to come back. This is really, really exciting." And Ariel's like, who cares? She hasn't done anything. She's not important. What an asshole. Yeah. And Cormier is like, uh, excuse me? He's like, he's like, CM Punk's back. That's way more a bigger deal than Sasha Banks. What's Sasha Banks ever done? I'm like, well, first of all, she's actually been in a thing in Hollywood that's actually mattered in The Mandalorian, first of all. And arguably, you could argue that Sasha is one of, if not the greatest female performer of the past 20 years, maybe ever. So yeah, that I was a weird comment by Ariel to just knock down Sasha Mercedes for whatever reason. I thought that was really, really weird. And especially when you're getting a guy like Cormier, who's one of the better, one of the best UFC, you know, fighters of all time, too, to recognize how good Sasha is his own right. I I would I never really had a problem with Ariel when he did, you know, the stuff with Tony. I was like, whatever. He's just being you know trying to live live a gimmick and whatever and it is what it is and he got burned by tony in an interview i didn't bug me that much but this this was just weird to completely trash someone for no reason i don't know if he thinks he's going to get into a gimmick or something but you're you're even with i will say with the tony stuff the number one rule of being a broadcaster of being a reporter do not become the story that is what you're told on day one of broadcast or journalism school do not become the story 
out of sight, out of mind. You give the dialogue, you talk about the event, you do not become the event. And more and more and more, he's one of the people that wants to become the event. And that is the first rule when you're in broadcasting school that you are told, do not become the story. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think he said. I think he said his favorite WrestleMania was WrestleMania Seven. I don't really care for somebody that believes that that's the best WrestleMania. Is that so Slaughter Hogan? That is. That was Slaughter Hogan. Uh, yeah, Slaughter Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. It had Savage and, and Warrior in that great match. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure not. he said. I'm pretty sure he said it was WrestleMania Seven was his favorite. WrestleMania Nine's better than that. Like. So I don't really no. take. No, it's not. Okay, you're WrestleMania right. didn't have a single good match. That's Jermaine's favorite <laughs> WrestleMania, by the way, or one of them. Interesting. One of his top three. <laughs> but yeah, Ariel Helwani. Honestly, I don't really care when he talks wrestling. So like, it's just yeah. I barely care when he talks UFC uh, MMA anymore. Like he's kind of yeah. He's one of those people that. I just don't really pay attention to his stuff anymore. So go ahead and say whatever. Is he even on Twitch? Is he even on I know, Twitch? Right? I ask you. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Not like your right. wrestling podcast that has a, a overwhelming viewership right now of three people. That's uh, the first one. That's okay. Yeah. What's up? We've already got build. spam bots commenting on things. Oh, we are entertained. <laughs> Let's go. Well, um, maybe any, you should anything? tell people how to follow where oh, yeah, they can yeah. find us on Fresh Take Forty Two on your wrestling po- on uh, on the on Fresh Take. But we'll be going we'll be going some other means coming up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else this week that we didn't get a chance to discuss here, fellas? Oh, no, no, we don't want to talk Tammy Sitch. No, I think we're all. Okay, we're just ignoring that subject. So, yeah, I I I keep I keep hearing about people saying that NXT is like unmissable wrestling and it's like the greatest, and I can't watch it. I don't. I have no interest in any of these characters. Like nobody interests me. Wesley is awesome. Okay, Ariana Grace is. Pitch it to me. Give me an elevator pitch. Why? Why? I I, I think I'll be the best person. Senator's the best. I think I'll be the best. Yes, Senator. All right. The best part about uh, uh, NXT is they actually do long-term story bookings. Like this is not just week by week stuff. While they're developing, so they always try to reintroduce. They'll try to introduce you to new characters while care- continuing with the same story and the long-term booking. They've had really good uh, PLEs. I guess that's what they're called at this point now. They've had yes. some really good PLEs, and Carmelo Hayes, amazing. Wesley. Amazing. Um Tiff. Tiff. Ariana amazing. Grace. Ariana Lola, Grace. Lola. So Lola Lola Vice. Vice. Lola Vice. I always want to say Lola Brooke, but that's a rapper. Yeah. Uh Lola Vice. Uh she's Chase. really the good. Chase like you right? scandal this week? My God. Yeah. So don't get now. Here's the thing. Foxy. You can't go in there and just looking for a direct, serious uh um storylines too they're gonna yes. give you comedy storylines they're gonna give you actual the championship ones are actually championship matches like yes. Ilya versus yeah, west uh carmelo I didn't imagine alexis king potentially taking out trick 
this is and everything happens in this one little area so like it might have the most dangerous parking lot ever yeah it has the most dangerous backstage ever (laughs) people just there's been um uh earlier this year there was 10 women taken out in the parking lot and then they and then they finally figured out when Teo and tommy got taken out for 10 months and we never figured out who it was yeah probably have security cameras there Oh, they have NXT Anonymous. We still don't know who that is yet. Like it's this like GTV, been... Adam. Yeah. GTV. <laughs> it's, been, it's been going on for since it's like started. We have no clue who this NXT Anonymous is. Every time we think it's somebody, it turns out it's not them. I'm telling you, it's excellent to watch. It's fantastic. Okay, I see. I, 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 I gotta say, I read results. I gotta say uh, two things. Number one, Senator, I like that you said. Uh, uh, NXT Anonymous has been happening since it was being since it started, so that that was that was an interesting quote. <laughs> you know that that's what I do, right? That's what I do. <laughs> and now, Adam, if you could please explain, because Senator, I think doesn't know based on that what an elevator pitch is. Yeah, that's not it. That was like an elevator to the top of the Calgary Tower. Yeah, you didn't tell me what elevator. Though. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say what elevator. Elevator pictures yeah. are like 20 That's, seconds or less. I know. Like, <laughs> you get in, the, in an elevator with somebody, the idea is you sell them on a story in like 20 seconds or less. But it could have been, yeah, like the elevator to the top of the Calgary Tower. Yeah. I oh, was thinking the elevator to the, for the CN Tower. So like, I, Tower, still, right. I still have way more time to talk. Like, I'm <laughs> repping Toronto to the fullest on her. So keep going. Yeah. All right. You but, sold me a little bit on it. Like I, I know, I know Mello. Um, I know a little about Wesley. I don't know why Braun is still there. And I just saw on Tuesday, just reading the results, like Cameron Grimes is back there. Yeah. Like, he just wasn't what is happening? Like, it just feels like this weird middle ground for a lot of guys. Well, he's kind of just going back there because he's a he's going to be in that four-way match because Dominic Mysterio is the NXT champ, American yeah. champion, North American champion. So they're putting Wes Lee through test. And so this test is for him to face former NXT American mm, North okay. American champion. So it's uh what's his name? You just said it. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. To the moon. Johnny Johnny Gargano yeah. and Bronson Reed are all coming back and against Wesley. So it kind of gives them the rub. Okay. So it was like a one-off thing. Yeah. Cause then and then we all you also had like Becky go down and she became champion. She kind of helped out that belt a little bit more. Alpha Academy. Like, Alpha Academy has gone down. Like so, they're doing the tag they're doing team division is really strong too. That's another thing yeah. that I really like the tag team division in NXT and the women's division is getting really strong too. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of these it's guys good. that it's are good. that are coming back and like going going back like Becky and all of them that are coming back to like do something with NXT, which is fine. But these guys that are like Cameron Grimes is like stuck in that middle, mm-hmm. and Braun is like that guy that why isn't he on the main roster? Is he just kind of floating there? Now? I like they. I like what they're doing with him because they're testing him out for a heel gimmick too, right? Yeah, There's they're not line. just because they didn't. They could have put him up as a face, and then he just never been a heel, and then he just completely like shits the bed on that one. Mm-hmm. At least now he's getting the training of being a heel, and then they figure out exactly which one works better. Is he better as a face as a heel? I give it to him. I think he's way better as a heel than he is as a face. And so they're giving him a chance to kind of like develop that character. So if they want to bring him up as a heel, it works. If they need to bring him up as a face, he's already done that because he's gone. He did like two years as a 
two years as a face, almost a year as a heel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. you kind of have that type of stuff that works rather than when they rush people up, <clears throat> Apollo Cruz. They rush them up and now they get Cruz a now? reaction. He's on Raw, I believe. No. Okay. When? He got drafted to Raw, I believe. He I just hasn't been, was let go. He just hasn't been in <laughs> anything. He's been drafted raw underground. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And I, and like, I think that Kalani Jordan's really, really good too. I like her quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Kenna James is good. And Ariana Grace, again, I see superstar potential. She did this thing this week when um, Joe Gacy came out and took the ring bell. She's so good at expressions and everything. I, I don't know. I haven't seen The Rock's daughter on there for a while. She's kind she of is looking for a home. Okay, go to the bloodline. She needs a lot of work first. He needs a lot of work. She needs a lot of work. He's not good oh, in the ring. He's a, not good in the mic. Rematch win streak on main event. Lexus King needs a lot of work. There you too, go. By the See? Way. <laughs> I thought by he the was way, Lex, Lexus King has been not good. Lexi. He Isn't needs... it Lexi? Lexus. He, he's, his entrance is fantastic. Yes, and it's ironic he's doing loose cannon Brian Pillman without being loose cannon Brian Pillman. Mm -hmm. The entrance is great, and then he starts to rustle, and you go, "Oh yeah, I remember now." No charisma. And he talks, <laughs> and he talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those promos that they did before when he wasn't talking and he was just yeah. looking at the videos. No, those were pre-taped. That was different. Those, they, those they are could, great. They could keep on editing it, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Okay, well, thanks for the pitch on NXT. I'll have to get now. Get pitch him on impact. Twenty seconds or less. Now pitch him on impact. Pitch us on impact. Nobody needs to pitch on impact. Impact Raj. Impact Raj. will not be impact in a few more weeks. It's going back to TNA. Yeah. So that and they have. But how many sides in that ring? Four. Four. All right, then it's not <laughs> TNA. It'd be six. <laughs> And they have who? Who did you say they have? Raj. Trinity. They have Raj. And they have Raj. They have Champagne Singh. Who's Trinity? Uh, Naomi. Naomi. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're women's champion. Didn't you watch Great. Total Divas? Clearly, I don't Feel watch. the glow. Feel the glow. And we yeah. have Holiday Heat coming up, too. Are you going to that, Adam? I don't know. The 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 Voros twins are back. Always your back. Your girl Taryn from accounting is back. Taryn from uh, Taryn from accounting. Got yeah, uh, Mo versus against, uh, Michael Richard Bylas. Yeah, that could be a fun one. Yeah, I haven't been to a dungeon show in a little while. Me either. Um, I haven't seen Masterpieces there because Masterpiece is the champion. Yeah, that last one they got really screwed on the main event with David Arts. Yeah, and. Uh, and Nick Aldis, like going yeah. to SmackDown, like literally the week before their show, and then Bulldog getting sick. Yeah, and then that. So yeah, that that was your total main event. Like I yeah. actually might be able to go to that show. Yeah, when is it? Sixteenth, something like that. Sixteenth, yeah. So I might actually don't have called games or anything like that. I can maybe actually right. go to a show for once. Be fun. They have, uh, they put on shows. And Iron Claw sold out. Now you said right. Iron Claw sold out like in two days. Yeah, crazy. Brett's gonna be there, introing it. 
and everything. I will not because so, I think there's the a party on freezing on me trying to buy tickets. Ah, well, sounds like a you problem. It I does. think uh, <laughs> there's an after party at the Hitman's Bar too. So might come to that. Oh, nice. Should be fun. Um, all right. So, uh, Morton, what do you got to pitch or plug? Uh, well, besides, you know, that I actually have copies of my book. Only Let's a thousand. Go, of them. baby. And if you guys They'll want go. it. Hmm. We will. Uh, I mean, only you guys are seeing these pictures, but this beautiful art in this amazing. book. It's only $30, and I'm only $30,000 in only debt with it. $30? So, That's amazing. It's the ultimate Christmas gift. Um, if anybody wants a copy, please let me know. Uh, no, but uh, um, Cult Film Showdown just started looking at controversial Saturday morning and syndicated cartoons based on uh, R-rated movies. So move, cartoons aimed at kids based on R-rated movies like RoboCop, Rambo, uh, Police Academy, things like that. Uh, we're looking at Highlander. That was awful. Oh, you need to get Adam on one terrible. of these. I think you need to get Adam on one of yeah, these. So, <laughs> you know what? Probably do. Cartoons. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So that's that's uh, something to look forward to. That's a series of, I believe there's going to be eight episodes of that uh, season of the Cult nice. Film Showdown. So, Senator? And speaking of movies and Adam, um, I want to circle back to something we were talking about a little, a little earlier. Fast and the Furious. When did it go from being a small, little, intimate family Five. movie? Five. To being like sci-fi. Five. Five. I'm not the best. I hate all those movies. I can't. Five is good. Five can't is very them. good. Five I, is I one of the best it. heist movies. I saw of all one time. to three. I saw one to three when I was like a kid, like a teenager and whatever, and it was like whatever it was. And then I never watched them until like two years ago. And everybody's been raving that it's like this amazing thing and it's so good and it's like the best action, whatever. No, blah, blah, blah. No. Five is good. Fourth, I watched the fourth one and I was like, this is terrible. Yes. And people are like, no, you gotta watch the next one. And then I watched the next one and it was still terrible. Five that was great. the one where where Rock says, um, somebody's like, you want the good news first or you want the bad news? And he's like, you know, I like to eat my dessert first. And then I like, <laughs> tell him something and then he's like, no, give me the veggies. It's like the worst, like. like you missed the so one when he breaks, bad. when he flex and he breaks his cast and he fights afterwards. So, yeah. Um, so I've I only, promise I, you, my book is better than that. If any of you want to buy it, I, I yeah, promise you. Spend spend that money. Yeah. So what? Nine movies? So that'd be like three dollars a movie, four dollars a movie. That that book is cheaper than than going to watch Fast and Furious and uh, Senator, what do you got to pitch? A, a plug. Oh man, I will. Yeah, I'm not gonna do my rant on Fast and Furious. Um. I will just say this. I just know it completely jumped a shark when um they sent Tyrese and Ludacris to space in a hoopty. That's when I was like, and the and the villain was magnets. Anyways, um so, in it? <laughs> it should have been. That probably would have <laughs> given them some more credits. Uh don't forget to check out 7K Pick Podcast. Uh new episode coming out Friday. Yeah. Seeing that we're recording Friday, tomorrow. Friday, late Thursday. Yeah. And then we're not sitting through the Cowboys and Seahawks game without doing a pod during it instead. Yeah, for sure. Uh not so soft pod comes out every Monday. Um on Friday. As far as DJing, I'll be at Joey Chinook from seven to eleven. I'll be at Banquet Mahogany on Sunday from 10 to 2. 
And if you want to come out, then you can participate in my shot a day till my birthday because I start December 1st and I take a shot a day until Christmas. So there you go. There we go. Weren't you doing a party on the 16th as well? I, I'm doing like a small like bar thing. From, yeah. I'm doing it with a friend. It's more her birthday. I'm just kind of, I didn't want to do something closer to my birthday because who wants to do something closer to Christmas? It's no That's one's going to show up. Yeah. So I was like, all right, sure, I'll do it then. Uh, Adam, what do you got to pitch? Well, I think I need to watch one of the Fast and Furious movies because I think like the ninth or eighth one has Kurt Russell. Is that right? Uh, um, seven, actually, seven. seven? Yeah. I'm like, I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. I'll watch anything. So I think Mr. I need, nobody. I need to get into that one. Just watch um, Death Proof again. Death Proof is great. Death Proof is my second favorite Tarantino movie. You should just watch yeah. all Fast and Furious this weekend. I don't think I will. Like get to ten. Like that's, get through all ten. <laughs> that's, no. that's what I was. Don't, don't that's do what ten. I'm doing right now. Like don't I don't have anything really know. going on. I'm trying to. I have a lot of movies to watch before the end of the year that I want to get get in before choosing like the top ones when we do our Did rundown. You see Flower Flower sure. Moon yet? I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Napoleon. Um, no, Ferrari. May December comes out. When's Ferrari uh, out? Boy in the Heron. December's like our Ferrari's like Christmas. I think December. Man, 25th. I'm seeing so many mixed things on Ferrari right now. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer for it last night. I went to the movies and. Uh, it was, I don't know, it didn't look good. The accent, yeah. accents are weird. Yeah. Um, but I got a lot of movies to watch. That's what I got to pitch is we did the rundown yesterday. So go check out the rundown. I got seven kicks, kicks, uh, 7K picks coming out, like Senator said, uh, next week, I believe. Uh, we're doing uh, Bootleg and B Sides Christmas edition. Um, and uh, I will be calling the, uh, the Battle of Alberta this week for the Dinos and the Pandas. Really cool thing we're doing for the game, though. If you wanted to come and get a cheap ticket, if you bring your perishable food items, bring that to the Dino's Ticket Office, you'll get half off your ticket, and we'll be able to donate some money to the food bank. It's the holiday season. And they need that at all times, but especially near the holidays, too. So really cool thing that the university is doing on top of everything. And then you get to watch a really cool game. Uh, last year, the, well, this year, uh, the Canada West final was the Dinos and the Pandas. Both teams are in the top 10 rankings in Canada West. So it should be a great matchup there. And uh, for the Dinos it's and the and the Golden Bears, it's Battle of Bird is going to be good. Dinos just won two games. Uh, CBL player Adam Page currently also plays for the Golden Bears, and they have also a lot of great players on their team. So it should be a good time. Did you say Gordon, his name was Adam Page? Yeah, yeah Adam I was, Page. I was, yep. You glossed over that. I've said, hey, man, Adam Page mistakenly like four <laughs> times. That's, that's awesome. That's that's amazing. Adam, I just want to give you if you're not gonna take my Fast and Furious suggestion for movies to watch this weekend, I'm gonna give you one. It's called Best Christmas Ever. It's on Netflix, and it might be the worst Christmas movie ever, which is why you need to watch is it. That's the one with Jason Biggs and uh Jason Biggs and Brandy and Graham. Heather Graham. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. I've seen the poster. I'm well aware I'm of it. <laughs> I love me a back Christmas movie, baby. There's yeah. an Ed Helm one too, right? Yeah, I got, I got this one, the Ed Helms one. Really There's close. a little little Ray one coming out. We got the Eddie Murphy one on Amazon. We got four this year. Yep, I'm looking forward to all the bad ones. Yeah. I got a I got a list of ones I actually want to watch. Do <laughs> that instead. All right, <laughs> uh, Morton, take us out with a joke. Oh, okay. It's almost 2024, so uh, really, what would be more uh, politically correct than a blonde joke? Sure. Yeah. So here's my theme. 
Josh might have already heard this one. I see him shaking his head already. I just but, always uh, shake them at any time. I don't know why I let you do them. Well, do you get any feedback on these last few? Anyways? Always, always. That's why I continue with them because <laughs> any, any, any feedback is feedback. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Blondin and Burnett are walking down the street together out for a little stroll and they pass by this flower shop. And the uh, the blonde says, oh, those are pretty flowers. Burnett says, well, I hate it when my boyfriend gives me flowers. The blonde says, why is that? She goes, well, just because I got flowers, I don't want to have to spend the next week of my life lying on my back with my feet straight up in the air. And the blonde says, well, don't you own a vase? <laughs> Warren, take us out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I just love looking at your your faces. Uh, <laughs> you like that, didn't you? I can tell. I can tell. Always. I can tell Always you like a that. joy. Always a joy. All right. Here exactly. we go. Uh, you've been listening to your wrestling podcast. Cheers and enjoy the day, people. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Tape Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Tape Forty Two.